Hello and welcome to Pod Sing Say, an Avatar The Last Airbender podcast. I'm Steph, and together with my co-hosts Abby, Jen, and Nicole, we'll be re-watching and discussing episodes of Avatar each week. This week, we'll be talking about Book 2, Chapter 10, The Library. From Wikipedia, in this episode, Sokka decides the group needs some intelligence to defeat the Fire Nation. At an oasis, the group encounters a professor from Ba Sing Se University who tells them about Wan Shi Tong's library in the Siwang Desert, said to contain a vast collection of knowledge. The group travels deep into the massive and forbidding desert and eventually locate the library nearly buried but intact inside. Toph refuses to descend with the others and stays outside with Appa. Inside, Wan Shi Tong, a large spirit owl, tells the group that humans are no longer permitted in the library as they only seek knowledge to gain an advantage on other humans. The group convinces him otherwise and begins searching for information. Sokka discovers a crucial weakness to the Fire Nation that could end the war. An upcoming solar eclipse will erase firebending for its duration. Wan Shi Tong catches them in their lie and refuses to allow them to leave with the knowledge. He begins sinking the library before chasing the group. Outside, Appa is kidnapped by a gang of sandbenders while Toph is busy preventing the library from sinking into the sand, along with her bending being weakened by not being able to fully sense vibrations in the sand. The others escape from the library, but Aang is devastated by the loss of Appa. Like, me too, to be honest. <laughs> I was so pissed. I know. I was like, for an episode that was so funny, it was like really devastating at the yeah, end. Yeah, especially Aang crying. Yeah. yeah. I caught feels too, Aang. Oh, yeah. I, I almost cried. The fact that when they came out of the library and Sokka and Katar were busy like talking about stuff, but Aang immediately noticed he was yeah, like yeah. looking around, looking just confused at first. And then like, I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. You know, I like didn't remember or didn't think about the fact that like this episode has such a large impact on the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also the show going into season three, like up to the eclipse, like yeah. the information that they get in this episode motivates them through the end of this season because they're trying to tell the earth kingdom about the eclipse mm-hmm. and then you know up until the eclipse it's like their driving force and then also the loss of appa has such yeah. a big impact on like the gang and then also just like specifically ang's like mental state moving yeah. forward no mm-hmm. i agree this has to be like the like a middle point of this season i can't i don't actually know I should have looked it up. I mean, it's chapter 10 and there's like 20 episodes, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like one. I felt like after the last episode, I was kind of surprised that this one was next because it felt so soon. But then at mm-hmm. the same time, like it also, yeah, it's like, I was like, oh, well, how many more episodes are left that like, yeah, we like stuff needs to start like escalating a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is episode 10 and there's only 20. So now okay. we're in the moving into the second half. And apparently yeah. this episode aired back to back with the next episode. Oh, really? Which oh. makes sense. Yeah, because they're like, it's a continuation yeah. of this. Yeah, I read that it was called Avatar, the Fury of Aang. <laughs> What? Oh my god, stop. <laughs> Which, Which is like, funny. Yeah. I was like, I wasn't aware that they named the one hour specials. <laughs> like, Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, I would never have remembered that. Hmm. I feel like this also just makes me sad because I didn't realize how, again, I feel like it is like the midpoint. So it's like, I felt like it was early, but also not late. But it's like, oh, we lose Appa for so long. Yeah. And I feel like I forget that and it just makes me upset. Yeah. I saw somewhere... That they were supposed to lose him maybe even earlier in the season. Yeah. Which maybe mm. they would have then gotten him back sooner. Yeah. But 
I was like, that's crazy to think about because they are without him for so long. Yeah. Toph still only just joined the group like Mm -hmm. three episodes ago. So I guess in my brain, it's just like everything is still so like new. Where again, I feel like this, this season had like a really slow start until she gets there. And then now it's just like, all right, like full speed ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Gain a member, lose a member. (laughs) Yeah, I feel so bad for her and for Appa. Like their interactions were super cute, like hanging out outside of the tower. Yeah. Or I guess the library. It looked like a tower. But just like at the end when she, you know, she was trying. She was. I can't believe she like. I mean, I saw some people online were like, it's completely ridiculous that she was able to hold that library up. <laughs> and I'm she like, held it up. for it's so long, too. Enough time yeah. for Sokka and Aang to check months worth of days with that device. <laughs> That's that, okay. Not also, to... Yeah, I bumped on that. Yeah. Not, that not to be negative about the episode, but that's the only thing that really bugged me about the episode. Where I'm like, I wish that... How they did had- the bird not kill them during that time? I don't know. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, that's, yeah, exactly. Tara was like, distracting him. They should have figured out the date first, gloated about it. Wan Chitong walks in, and then it's just a chase scene getting them out of the library. I feel like would be more logical in mm. terms of time, because, like, how little of the library was above ground. Yeah. Right? And then Toph is holding it for that entire time. And she kept having to drop it. Yeah. And like... Right, right. The owl is like a spirit. Like, I'm surprised he didn't catch one of them. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like I get why they did it. It gives more like... It's what like is the, the word? Tension. Yeah. yeah. It raises the stakes with them trying to figure the date out. But I'm like, couldn't they have just flipped those two things? Yeah. Logically speaking, it bothered me. I think probably the one of the main reasons for them to keep it the way it was would have been just like little things like how Sokka, knowing that they had to get out of there as soon as possible, still decided to go back. Mm-hmm. Like how he had that moment where he just stopped and he was like, no, I have to go. And they had the little argument. So it was sort of like a, it was kind of, I don't know, character developy, I guess. Mm. Yeah, I feel like they had to also really stress like how important it was and, and how... I get, you know, it's like they don't have technology and they don't right. have access to resources that could theoretically predict a, an eclipse. Like maybe they could, but like they personally wouldn't oh, know where yeah. to start. I mean, with that. they're a bunch of kids, so they couldn't just go Google it later. Like, yeah. And it's like to be fair, it's like if that hadn't panned out, maybe they would have tried to have gone to Bossing say to like seek out scholars or just you know to mm-hmm. seek out people to see like oh well maybe there are like astronomers who could figure it out or something. Yeah, I mean the guy did even give right. them an in there by saying that he was from. Bossingsei University. Yeah. They could have gone to Bossingsei University and tried to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't have an issue with it like thematically or like yeah, plot no. wise. It's just like the amount of time. It's like when there's a bomb <laughs> in a show that's going to go off and then they show you, it's like three minutes and then it's like 10 minutes of airtime before the thing gets down to zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like For me, that. It's, it's always like when characters hold their breath underwater and then you try to hold it with them and you're like, you'd be you dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Like, that was my issue. Where I yeah. was like, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. So the device that they were using to calculate, is that something that's universally known that people know how to use? Because I was under the impression that no one knew how to use it, and then Sokka just magically knew how to use it. Because I recognize those devices, it's something similar to what existed yeah. in history. Mm-hmm. But I guess, was Sokka particularly intelligent that he figured it out and could use it? He is like the mechanical guy, I think, sometimes yeah. when it's convenient. Oh. 
Katara was like, well, notice how there's dates on the dials. Maybe these correspond. Yeah. Sokka, why yeah. don't you try it? Like, he was like, yeah, I will. I mean, he is supposed to be like the smart guy. Yeah. Hmm. I guess he could intuit how it was supposed to work pretty easily. Yeah. I mean, it like just seemed like it was just rings. The fox did a demo too. That's true. <laughs> That's true. true. You just got to watch them do it once and then copy. That's all. Yeah. Those boxes were so helpful. They just wanted to help spread the knowledge. I was sad they weren't a little more orange and like more, but I'm being very like North American fox centric here and I recognize that. (laughs) But I was just like, these don't look like foxes to me. (laughs) Meanwhile, foxes come in literally like every earth tone. (laughs) But whatever. Why is it not red? (laughs) I read that the fox design was loosely based on uh, one of the staff members' dogs. Mm. Aw. I saw that. That's cute. (laughs) So... And not to be really weird for a second, but I thought it was really interesting that when Professor Zay was like, oh, he has foxy assistants. And Sokka was like, oh, so they're attractive. And Katara's like, no, they're actual foxes. And Professor Zay was like, both. I was like, bruh. That was really weird. I was like, what the fuck? And some little friends. It's like, stop. "Um, Are there furries in this universe? Confirmed. He was like, they're very handsome. I didn't choose to spend the rest of his life with a somewhat anthropomorphic owl so professor zay is a very strange person oh yeah for sure he like okay i was like how long do you think you're gonna live down there i'm like one you don't know if this whole place is you don't know that it's not gonna entirely fill with sand is there food and water oh that's what i assumed i thought he was like i will die here he was hoping that the whole thing would get buried more but like be intact and he would just live there and oh, be shit. able to like read for eternity. Yeah. And then like somewhat spoiler, but like not really a spoiler. This library does come back in Korra mm-hmm. very briefly. And yeah. his his skeleton is a punchline. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my That's like God. the only thing I could think of. I was like, does it work out well for you? I assumed it just went into the spirit world and he became a, he was just living in the spirit world reading for no. forever. It would be no. nice Oh my God. Yeah. No, he's dead. Yeah, I definitely thought he was like, I'm just going to yeah. die here. He, I mean, yes, but unintentionally. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I feel like he knew, he probably knew that was a possibility. And he was like, if I have to die for the knowledge, I'll die for the knowledge. Like, I could respect that a little bit, like how gung-ho he Jesus was. Christ. I like assumed he became the owl's little helper. I like- mean, that would have been... <laughs> Um, a nice uh, We don't know his full life after the gang left. That's true. He could have lived to be like an old Maybe man. Maybe his spirit left his body behind to turn into a skeleton and his spirit still roams the halls reading the books. I appreciate your optimism. Because <laughs> I'm just like, bro died in almost the exact same position they left him in. And also, the cynical production part of me was like, oh, like they didn't want to have to worry about this one-off character like having to track him with them because they wouldn't leave him, obviously, like, you know, the desert and like he would come with them. Right, that's fair, that's fair. And it's like, oh, I wouldn't want to deal with him in, like, the next couple episodes and stuff. So I feel like the staff was like, what do we do? And they're like, we'll just leave him there. And it's like, that's kind of (laughs) fucked up, staff. What are you doing? (laughs) A little bit. I also think it was hilarious that he was like, I will stay here. I could spend an eternity here. Katara's like, all right, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they didn't even try to fight him. They were just like, forget it. Just leave him. (laughs) She's like, I don't give two fucks, man. (laughs) <laughs> didn't even try yeah that was no, so funny you can't deal with this random adult no, no. <laughs> oh man he was so weird i yeah. was like a little like he immediately started like observing ang and measuring his skull yeah mm, yeah well 
Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I guess like ancient anthropology was like that. So, but he was literally like, "You're an ancient relic." Like he, yeah. you know, it was yeah. just you know continuing our theme of people not treating the avatar like an actual human. Yeah, yes. I also feel like he was classic professor trope too. Mm-hmm. You know, just like always kind of weird and kooky, yeah. and doesn't really read social cues because they're just like 110 percent into their craft. Yeah, mm-hmm. type of deal. I can't think yeah. of a professor trope right now, but. No, I know. know what you mean, though. The guy literally died for knowledge. Yeah. 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 And, like, speaking of missing social cues, like, all of Toph's sarcasm went, like, completely over his head. Yeah. When they were at the Misty... Was it Misty Palms Oasis? Misty Springs? I think so. Yeah. One of those. Misty Palms Oasis. I did write it down. Mm. Okay. Which I was like, oh, poor Aang. His, like, information on that was, like, 100 years out of date. Yeah. They still had enough ice to cut bowls for their smoothies, though. I was so yeah. conf- I was like, your thing is so small, but you have this ice here that you're just, like, using as one-use <laughs> item. Like, I was like, kudos, it's not pollution, but also still one-use. Like, I don't know. Oh, my God. Of, like, this very limited resource that is water in a desert. Yeah. That was, like, the most dramatic smoothie making I've ever seen in my life. I was like, did they need to fill, like, three minutes? And just, like, they're like, I have the perfect idea. They were just like hibachi, but smoothies. What's the opposite? They were like hibachi is heat. What's what's, what's hibachi with cold? Yes, I don't even know. He did lift the liquid. He lifted the liquid with his swords and put it in a cup. I was so mad. I was like, was it even liquid? It looked chunky. I guess yeah. Yeah, There were chunks. There were chunks in it, but it's like supposed to be a smoothie. Like when he like bumped into Ang and it spilled all over Ang's clothes, and Ang was like, "Don't worry, I dry up quick." I was like, Ang. Literally, no one cares about your clothes. That right. man just paid for that smoothie. I was like, I you need to buy this man another drink. Yeah. I was also like, and if you dry off like fruit juice like that, it's going to just set into your clothes and it's yes. going to get sticky. Like you can't, it's not like water. You can't just dry it. You have to like, you have to run that through water or soap. Like I was also just so many, so many things. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh my gosh. I did though how Sokka was so like come on guys we gotta go we gotta focus on important war business and then he was like we can take a break for a smoothie though uh, <laughs> oh yeah he was so against all their mini vacations but then like I don't know he always enjoys everything he enjoys things I appreciate that about him so much I was mad he should have been more on board with the gopher groundhog like their little cute songs and stuff mm-hmm. yeah that was cute I thought I had, wait, no. Did he blow into the ground and they all popped up? No. Okay, what show am I thinking of that that happens? I don't know. (laughs) There's a show where, like, there's a character, like, blows into the ground and all the groundhogs pop out. And I thought this was this episode and then it didn't happen. And I was like, what other show has this? All right, that's my quest. We'll find it. Speaking of quests, I was sad. Toph never gets her, like, mini vacation. Toph doesn't get a lot of things. No. Well, Sokka said she doesn't get a mini vacation. She hasn't been working there long enough. That whole first scene. <gasps> Not after probationary period. I was like, oh, is this, like, too real for me? I wrote like, down a little crying face in my notes. <laughs> that whole first scene. I was like, don't even get me started on the importance of self-care. Like, everyone needs their mini vacation. Yes. <laughs> I was like, not Toph having to work for three months before she gets like <laughs> time. Like, uh, don't do this to me. <laughs> oh my god, with Toph, did you guys notice how they kept on weirdly closing up on her feet? 
when they were in the bar? They were just like showcasing how dirty the bottom of her yeah, yeah. Why did they keep doing that? It's I feel like it's not relevant and it's just like I saw this TikTok where it's like Nickelodeon cartoons and like Nickelodeon shows like always feature feet and now I'm just like seeing it everywhere. Oh my god. Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Secretly like I feel like they were weirdly trying to remind the audience like oh remember she sees with her feet she sees with her feet because then it becomes mm. like an issue later in the show when she's in the sand but they literally mm. had a great scene with her and Appa where she addresses the concern and she holds mm-hmm. the sand up and she's like it's everything's fuzzy and she's like no offense fuzzy's not always bad. Yeah. Um. So it's like they have had a great scene that like reminded the audience she sees with her feet and presents this new info that like sand is difficult can't do sand very well so then it's like yeah they didn't need to do that because i noticed that too like they would like that you'd see the bottoms of her feet a lot and it was just like yes she's barefoot yes Yes. her feet are dirty yeah we get it it's like all right Even though we're we're a couple episodes into it now, it's like they're still sort of introducing us to Toph a little bit. They're like, here's all the little character details about Toph that are very consistent. So they're like, it's not only that she sees with her feet, but that she always walks with bare feet. She yeah. never wears shoes. Like, mm-hmm. it's like even in a desert. Yeah. yeah. And then I feel like this also was an episode they had a couple more casual like she made jokes about her being blind um like excitedly pointing out to the desert and then like (laughs) you know hands over her face and then talking about oh i've tried books before lol and guitar is like oh sorry yeah um Mm. and i really i do like that kind of thing and i I remember nicole at some point i don't think we actually recorded it i think we're just casually talking but i remember you had mentioned things about her and, and like you know i mean i don't know if this is the episode to get into her like as a representation of a person with disabilities but it's like her casual jokes about it were like very realistic for me as a as a non-disabled person because it's like if it is the thing that you live with all the time like we're all like people that have different challenges in our lives and it's like you can't help but crack jokes about it and stuff i don't know that's just how people function and like cope with stuff yeah that's true but yeah no jokes i mean i feel like also not disabled uh, disclaimer <laughs> you know but i feel like when i see people like online and stuff like that or even in other shows featuring disabilities i see uh posts online and stuff with the disabled community reacting to things they're like this is realistic this is not realistic Hmm. i do see a lot of like yeses and all the joking about it like in i think one of the big ones i read a whole thing on once was like in toy story when he's like buzz give me a hand and buzz just throws his arm at him oh my gosh (laughs) like it's yeah. like that kind of somewhat dark humor, but it's like mm. if you're not used to it, you're just like, this is inappropriate. And it's just like, that's not our decision to make, right. you know? Right. Like who is making the joke also is very important. That's true. Yeah. We're yeah. like, Katara made like an offhand rude ass comment about Toph's blindness a few episodes ago. Yeah. And like, that yeah. was fucked up. But Toph can make jokes about the fact that she can't see. And she also was more kind of. I feel like a lot of the times her jokes are pointing out the fact that everyone forgets about Mm. her blindness. Where like when she pointed out and everybody reacted anyway, even though she's like, you people should know that I can't see if the library is out there. And like them not remembering that books literally do nothing for her. And she like, somehow predicted audiobooks yeah it's true i think one of her others later in the show is like they're like i can't see a thing down here and she's like oh no how horrible right? oh, I was like, like, oh yeah. what a nightmare oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good and yeah. it's like it's so in character for her too and they're not yeah they're that's not true. ever jokes that are like depressing like i don't know if yeah. that's the right word like you know it's not ever like oh what a shame that i can't see that that's so sad yeah, it's like no. not like self-deprecating or punching down yeah. at herself or other people. Right. 
I mean, she does have one joke where she says, like, you see nothing once, you see nothing, like, a thousand times or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. I like how, I, you know, not, I guess none of us are disabled, so we can't mm-hmm. speak from, like, personal experience about whether, like, what the kind of joking, if it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. But, again, as someone uninformed, like, I yeah. found it to be refreshing, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, no, I get that. And I feel like for me, that's like one of those things, like I follow a couple different like disability activists on social media. And it's like, oh, I'd love to see people's takes on her. And I'm sure they exist. And I just haven't actually looked for it. And it's like, oh, I should like go looking for that. But yeah, I feel bad for her because like, I feel like I don't remember, but it's like, I'm sure like Aang is just like frustrated at her. And it's like not her fault, but you can't help it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough because she really like tried. Yeah. But she's only one person and she can't see on the sand. Mm-hmm. You could say she was stuck between a rock and a hard place. Except not really because sand is soft. So it doesn't yeah. really. Never mind. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I was like, who's going to say something? Like, I don't know. <laughs> um. The sand, I mean, the sandbenders are obviously, you're not supposed to root for them because they are they stole Appa, but whatever. I was like, sandbending seems really cool, though, because it's like earthbending, yeah, but they're yeah. using it in a very, like, fluid manner, which I was like, I don't know, I thought it was cool. I kind of felt bad because I feel like this is another, like, subset of bending that we saw, where it's like all the people are, like, these very, it's like a one-note culture, it seems like, where it's like mm. all the foggy swamp benders. It's like there aren't any vine benders that like live in a city or a town like they all are in this one spot and for for this it was like oh I guess all the sand benders I mean it makes sense they live in the desert but it's just like there could be ones that live at the beach not that I mean obviously I'm not faulting the show for not showcasing this this was they were literally just the bad guys of this like moment oh Jen there's no (laughs) earth kingdom people who live at the beach it's all been burned up and taken over stop (laughs) you're not wrong but stop but yeah they walk to the oasis and it's just like they spit on the ground and they're glaring and then they you know they go over to appa and it's just like bad guys yeah Um, yeah it is very one note yeah but like i i'm not faulting the episode it's just like we never see that group again or like a different group of sand people right so gross i hate people who spit oh i do too when i saw the spitting i was like uh, it's been so long since i've been out in public where people spit Mm -hmm. and i was like oh shit that's a thing yeah Yeah. i forgot about that (laughs) like what the fuck it's been a while since i had to deal with that yeah (laughs) right (laughs) yo what did we think about wan shi tong yeah i was literally like so that fucking owl (laughs) like what the fuck is wrong with him uh even before he was mad yeah he's like very menacing but like i i remember even the first time i watched it after he like snapped i was like oh my god this is like terrifying yeah Yeah. i was freaked out yeah (laughs) so i'm like i feel like when i was a kid i was like washi tong you're wrong they need this knowledge and now i'm like he literally asked them to do like one thing yeah, and they couldn't not do it. Like, yeah, I, I yeah. like him because I, I appreciate his straightforwardness and I appreciate his aversion to human bullshit, yeah, um, or his attempts to avoid it and then be let down constantly. Yeah. yeah, that's fair too. Yeah, I was like, he totally like snapped and went overboard, but like, yeah. I understand why 
Like, yeah. first of all, I would never have let someone in my library again after somebody burnt down the entire Fire Nation wing. Especially Commander Zhao. Like, yeah. Commander Zhao, I, okay, I was like, damn it. I forgot we even had to, like, allude to him again yeah. in this in this series. Yeah. Uh, over it. But, yeah, that was um one of my first notes because they show the, you know, previously. previously I wrote, yeah. fuck Zhao. <laughs> how did Wan Tong let him go after that happened yeah. I mean I'm sure he also tried to escape and he chased him but it's like if that literally happened why would you ever let somebody back in again and I get this time they did play the avatar card yeah yeah you know so I, I understood why he was like well surely if one person was going to respect me it would be this person and then like that's what you get for trusting people mm, yeah <laughs> And I was like, you know, if Professor Zay had actually managed to be the only person to find the library, like, if Wanchtong had, like, let him in, yeah, I'm kind of like, he could have, because he was there for the knowledge's sake. Yeah. So, like, that would have been, like, not all humans are trash. And, like, I don't want to say that the gang is trash, because that's not the situation. Yeah. But they are. <laughs> but in this context... <laughs> a different kind of trash. Absolutely. But yeah. in this context, they're a little bit trash. Like, Sokka lied to his face. And yeah. even after Wan Chitong's like, you're not very bright, are you? <laughs> I love that. And then that he like cute. flew away. Yeah. Sokka's like bright enough to fool you. I was like, Sokka, that is an inside thought. You keep that inside <laughs> head. <laughs> I feel like that's the theme of, of Sokka this episode. It was like so many of the issues would have been fine if they had just kept their hand over their mouth. Just like, we will discuss everything just later. Just to resist the urge to monologue. Yeah. <laughs> been spending too much time with Zuko. Impossible. Yeah. <laughs> Impossible. I'm also just wondering, so uh, just thinking about Commander Zhao when we were talking about it and how easily they're able to knock out Wan Chitong. Like, he's a mm. fucking spirit, but they could jump on him and, like, yeah. knock him out. And I'm like, yeah. they hit him with a book and he's supposed to be, like, I don't even know, a spiritual being. Yeah. In, like, yeah. a physical body. Like, I feel like there's definitely some sort of weird logic skip that happened there so maybe i don't know that's how because the ocean and the moon spirits were literally just like fish and <laughs> they were able to be killed pretty easily so i feel like maybe when they take a physical form in mm. the mortal world even though like wan Chitong still probably looks the same as he would as a spirit mm-hmm. now i'm like questioning if the library is like a weird in-between I was wondering that too because they mentioned like oh you brought your library over from the spirit world so I'm like yeah. are you docked in the real world but like are you still tied to the spirit world yeah now I'm not sure because then they even when it was sinking he's like I'm bringing it back to the spirit world did he say mm. that yeah he said, we never get those answers and right. like yeah and it was like stuff where I'm like you're setting all this stuff up and I want to know but having watched the show obviously I'm like I know none of this is important or like ever gets answered and like doesn't necessarily yeah. need to i'm like curious now if it was like a weird like what are they called like a liminal space yeah but i feel like that's kind of how i interpreted it but at mm. the same time I, I also really like the idea that the temple was there for so long that it just naturally like sunk into the ground like it wasn't even that he was trying to hide it or something like maybe like yeah. maybe started really optimistically like and it was above ground and stuff and it was like open to people and then slowly people sucked and then like he just like the sands of time yeah he just kind of let it happen that's fair isn't it because that's kind of like isn't that how like their world started like the spirits and humans coexisted 
Or yeah, I, I might think so. That up. No, that's like how it started. Yeah. So that makes sense. It's just, yeah. They like lived yeah. in the same plane, but like they lived kind of separately. Mm. It's a whole thing in Korra. It's a whole thing. It's a, it's a whole thing. thing. <laughs> yeah, but speaking of that, Ashley, we got, is this our first uh, mention and glimpse of lion turtles? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that was super cool. Yeah. I was, I forgot that. Yeah, Aang holds out the scroll and he's like, look at these weird lion turtle things. <laughs> and, and Sokka is like, I've seen weirder. I'm like, shut up, Sokka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, like what? Uh, I saw a boy frozen in an iceberg. How's that? <laughs> For a hundred years. I got mad at that comment because of how much we were all mad at him for the swamp episode. <laughs> oh, like I was like, bitch, you don't believe half the shit when it's right in front of you. But I yeah. literally saw my girlfriend turn into the moon. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough, buddy. <laughs> it was cute when they were reading because they were like, oh, Aang, you were left-handed. And I was like, oh, left-handed people. I'm left-handed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're special. <laughs> I'm special. <laughs> that was so cute. Oh, oh, my oh man he always Yo. had such like unexpectedly cute responses to stuff like when he called yeah. him a relic he's just like he's like oh like I, I do you my know? best yeah and then that he's like oh i'm special like <sighs> oh yeah and when they were at the little observatory thing and Sokka twisted it and all the night scars were flying up and ang was just like wow Sokka, you chose the best vacation <laughs> like oh, that was yeah. adorable <laughs> that was he's cute so wholesome i love him <laughs> that planetarium did look really cool though yeah dude i was just thinking i was like is this another middle school's trip but i feel like we all had a field trip where it was like we were all sitting and then like you look at the yeah the planetarium. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I did that yeah yeah a field trip that we actually wow. all went on it doesn't feel like it was that far away so i'm like is there a planetarium in new jersey <laughs> did we all go to the same how many could there possibly be in new jersey <laughs> i know i was like for one a universal field trip <laughs> maybe we were all there at the same time because it's like i know like at the new jersey six flags they had like days where like all the schools would go so then you'd be like your class would be there with like a bunch of other classes from other schools so it's like maybe we were all at the planetarium at the same time that would be crazy thought. to think about i want to yeah. read that at you where we bump into each other when we're still 12 year olds <laughs> yes <laughs> oh my god we would all be in the food line yeah <laughs> Literally be trying to buy that freeze dried ice cream because I love that shit. Dippin' dots? Or oh no, not dippin' no, dots. No, no, no. You like mean like like dippin' dots? No. Sorry, no, I like freeze dried. I yeah, I got what you meant. I like missed freeze dried for some reason. Yeah, my brain skipped over it. Yes, okay. Oh man, oh, yeah, because it wouldn't have been in line for the rides because Stephanie, you don't like the rides. I remember because no. we have to force you on Tower of Terror. Yeah, right. <laughs> I hate it. At the planetarium. It. No, 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 it's no, 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 no. <laughs> I thought we were still we talking about the planetarium. We were no, I thought we were at Six Flags. <laughs> oh, I've never been to Six Flags. <gasps> oh I... my god. All right, we'll fix that. It's like kind of a trashy place, but we have to go. I never went with school. I went once with a friend for her yeah. birthday. Oh, I used to go. I had, I had like a season pass for like a couple years. Oh, nice. I was like... And this is a criticism, but I'm not actually criticizing the episode. But I was like, how does Sokka know what a solar eclipse is? <laughs> not criticizing the episode. Like, not, like again, that's like just a logic jump. I had that like, thought I, too, I though. Yeah, they had a very In a world where canyons shit. are formed by angry spirits instead of oceans. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
to to bring that joke to like a slightly more grounded plane like I was like le- legitimately like I think one of the things this show like it's, it's interesting is like the balance of trying to have science involved but then also spiritual woo-woo kind of not magic magic mm. and like so that was something where I was like this is incredibly this was a very scientific term for like this thing that I feel like in the past was probably like it probably had like a very like different name or whatever like the yeah. whatever black sun yeah oh, I yeah. <laughs> I googled it real quick and you can see partial solar eclipses at the poles. Mm-hmm. So it stands to reason that he might have witnessed one yeah. at some point, even if it wasn't a total eclipse. And like, They're I mean, pretty- they witnessed eclipses like because of the water bending piece, right? Because Katara brought that up. Yeah. Yeah. Because the moon like disappeared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a, was it a lunar eclipse that time? I think lunar. I mean, like, I mean, it wasn't really a lunar eclipse. It was Zhao killing a fish, but. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Like, the, moon was like, the moon was dead and gone. Oh but, my god, I <laughs> But like for all in, <laughs> intents and purposes, it was a an eclipse, I guess. Yeah. It was a red eclipse. Oh, yeah. It well no, because a- it was red and then it was red when it was in the bag, and then when he killed it, everything oh, went it was dark. Gray. Yeah, you're yeah. right. So science and spirituality come yeah. on. Yes. Oh my god. I mean, Sokka did like when they were arguing with the people in the fortune teller, right? They were like, Can your science explain why it rains? And he was like, Yes. Oh, yeah. So clearly he knows about stuff when yeah. maybe not everyone does. But also, I don't know how he knew because I don't think he was reading books at the South Pole. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like this is where, like, sometimes his character, like, we've talked about how he's often played as, like, the group idiot, but then he's also played as the planning guy and, like, the actual effective strategist. And Mm -hmm. how, like, those are just really interesting dynamics to exist in a character. So I feel like right now we're, like, bumping into that contradiction because for me, hearing you say that, Nicole, I was like, oh, well, in the same way that we had all these really nice moments where Katara was in like the background practicing her waterbending. It's like we should have had a couple of moments of Sokka just like reading a book. Even if it becomes a joke that like Katara's just like, what are you reading? And he's just like, I like to read. And he gets like, you know, even like just something. Mm, Because it's like, he has all this knowledge and it's like knowing where he grew up. And I'm not trying to like say that you can't have a rounded education in like a small village, but like it doesn't seem like that had been a priority for him when he was there. So it's like, that would have been a nice thing to see, like, it, uh, instead of it just come out. But then the way that it has come out, we do see it progress right. in a nice way at the same time. So it's it's also, like, is being handled well. But it's yeah. like, yeah, like, I feel like for us, like, it, looking at it deeper, we're just like, but, but like, but how? <laughs> like, just a little bit. <laughs> how, how do you know about precipitation yeah. <laughs> and the water cycle? I mean, yeah. I guess it's observable. Right. They have that little like OVA when they're all chibis with them. Like it it was like it takes place in the foggy swamp era when they're there. And he's like explaining how to use uh, like evaporation to purify water to the swamp benders. Yeah. (laughs) Like Sokka, how do you what? (laughs) Uh, That's so bizarre. And even when they were reading the books, right? Like, mm-hmm. I just think about the evolution of language and probably the inability to read such, like, ancient-ass texts. Mm. So they're just, like, able to read all of this stuff. But I feel like that's more of, like, a, a logic skip, too. Because, yeah. like, I, we can't read that shit from, that's like, That's just, like, the same way ago. that people are always able to read hieroglyphics in movies, like... Right. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man. Maybe maybe because it's like a magical library, you're like able to read whatever you're looking at. Ooh, I would love that. That'd because be really it's cool. a magical world, they all speak each other's language too. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a common language <laughs> spoken across the entire And it's love. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Damn, you guys are haters. <laughs> you knew this. <laughs> Oh, this is not related to anything, really. But when they were reading all the books and looking around and Sokka kept like swiping pieces of paper and like books and like shoving them in his bag. Yeah. My mom was walking through the room and she was like, what's he up to, that guy? And I was like, Sokka? And she was like, yeah, Taka. What's he up to? What trouble is he in? Oh, my like, God. Sus. <laughs> that guy. She knows. He just has that kind of face. Mm-hmm. Aunt Wu knew it. Zhang Zhang knew it. Wan <laughs> <laughs> Shitong knew it. One look. Nicole's mom knows it. <laughs> trying to think like, this was like a pretty, well, I guess there wasn't really like a B-plot or anything. Well, obviously like Zuko yeah. and there, but nothing else. I mean, the B-plot, I guess, was just Toph and Appa chilling. Appa, like hanging out. Yeah. yeah. The moment they were left alone, I was like, oh God, how the fuck is Toph going to save everybody? Like I knew the moment <laughs> they went down. <laughs> I was like, something's gonna go wrong. You never separate. Yeah. Yo, that's true. <laughs> Split in the party. Although I did like when he was like, don't worry, Appa, I'm not making you go underground ever again. I was that like, so sad. <gasps> I was sad too because I was like, Appa, when, why didn't you just fly up in the air? But like, that's again, like, I feel like we're just pointing out like little nitpicky things. Maybe Appa didn't want to leave Toph. Which that is fair too. It's like, yeah, it's like I was sitting there and it's like, oh, well, he like, I feel like he's also like scared. Like something bad is happening to Aang and the others. He doesn't know what's happening. He Mm -hmm. doesn't know like what he could do. Maybe if they hadn't, if the sandbenders hadn't showed up, like maybe he would have also have tried to like stick his horns into the like tower and try to like hold it off with her. Mm. Because he's like super smart. He is very intelligent. Unlike Momo. (laughs) <laughs> what did professor they call him shush chatty monkey chatty monkey i was like how rude <laughs> momo doesn't deserve this disrespect that was really funny though because he was just like wow like you're like an ancient like beast the last of its kind and then like momo also is that too yeah but, like momo's just so much less impressive like next to appa like yeah i was like bro look you're so disrespectful <laughs> momo is also a relic you just don't appreciate it this is the difference, what you can discover in history books and what you can't. Because I bet all the history books he read on the Air Nomads talked a lot about all the mm. flying bison that the Air Nomads used. And they probably never bothered to mention also at the Air Temple there lived these lemurs. They got one paragraph. So he didn't care. Yeah. He had no, <laughs> no reason to think Momo was anything special because he didn't talk to the children properly. Other common wildlife at... (laughs) What's your agricultural export? Do fruit pies count as agriculture? (laughs) I was like, oh, the baby, he's like 12. Yeah. But you know what's really funny, though? I'm like, if someone asked me that about New Jersey, I'd be like, wow. Tomatoes, right? Tomatoes? Is it? Okay. My first answer was like, I feel like people usually say taffy, even though I personally have never really... It's like the Jersey... It's not agriculture, like... Oh, I was just like, what's what's something that New Jersey ex? Uh, the New Jersey state fruit is the blueberry. Yeah, oh, I was blueberry. gonna say blueberries and cranberries. No, because when I was in Japan, people would ask me that all the time. Because like all the different <laughs> prefectures have like a food, 
Oh, yeah. So, like, I was in Hokkaido, and it was, like, corn and potatoes. And they were, like, what about you? I was, like, I don't know. (laughs) And then I would be, like, quick Googling. I'm, like, cranberries (laughs) and tomatoes. The Jersey tomato holds 60% of the commercial tomato market in the United States. Oh, wait, no, that was through the 60s. (laughs) (laughs) I was, like, really? Not anymore. Uh, JK, JK. There was a spoiler at the end of that sentence. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. People would always be like, do you guys do like a lot of dairy products? And I was like, why? And they're like, because Jersey milk. I was like, that's not. What? Jersey milk? Jersey milk milk is like, I think that's not New Jersey. I think that's like Jersey Jersey. Wait, what the hell is Jersey milk? What's Jersey Jersey? I've never heard of this. (laughs) Like the island Jersey that we're named after. Oh, some sort of UK thing? Listen, we are New Jersey, right? This is my US high school education coming through here. Excuse me, what? Did you just think we were New Jersey for no reason? They just put a new one there? Well, I guess it makes sense. It's like New Jersey, New York. I thought we were just copying New York. No, Jersey cattle is a, it's like a type of, it's a British breed of dairy cow. I'm not very familiar with bovine knowledge right now. We're a British named state. Well, yeah, yeah we're probably just like, like an original colony. I guess. <laughs> I'm sure some of the 13 colonies have indigenous names, right? No. I'm like, no. South Dakota? Nope, not part of the original. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're all named after like places or people. Oh, I don't know. What is Massachusetts? I was just thinking after? about Massachusetts. Wait. Okay. The U.S. Hold education on. system has done us real good, guys. We uh, are like showing how stupid. I mean, I bet you people in Massachusetts know. Um, Maryland, Georgia is for King George. Yes, that I know. But Jersey is an island in the UK. I mean, that makes sense to me. You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) We're now a history podcast. You probably literally heard it here first, folks. It's actually actually really close to, um, sorry, it's really close to France, apparently. (gasps) Which part? Jersey? Oh my God, are we French? No. (laughs) Oh, so yeah. Massachusetts is likely derived from a Wampanoag word. So that's there, there you, go. you go. So there's one some First Nation <laughs> derivation there. <laughs> R.I.P. Anyway, my point was people in Japan know Jersey milk because there's like a brand I think that uses it or something. Wow. So they would okay. think that New Jersey was that Jersey. I'm like, no, that's like original Jersey They're or old like Jersey. New Jersey. And then all the kids would be like New Jersey, like a new like. A jersey? Oh, like, God. Yeah. Like, they're like, what are, what are they called in English? Like a tracksuit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like, oh, like a new tracksuit? I'm like, no. Oy vey. Anyway, we learned lots of things. <laughs> that was a lot. Now. <laughs> I, like, can't get over the fact that you didn't know that New Jersey was named after something. <laughs> yep. Listen. <laughs> I would like to formally apologize to any of our listeners who are not American. <laughs> And who just feel nothing but absolute disdain for the entire United States yeah, listening to fair. us right now. That's yeah. fair. Sorry, guys. So. <laughs> and that's how we end the episode. I was like, I honestly have nothing else to say about this episode. Oh, I just want to say one thing. Netflix fucked it up again. <laughs> Uh-oh. They kept calling Wan Shi Tong. It was like Wan Chi, like C-H-I. Oh. So, Wan Chi Tong. And then. The Siwang Desert, which is S-I space W-O-N-G, they wrote it as the Zihuang Desert, like Z-I-H-U-A-N-G. Just like, that's not even like a typo. Mm-hmm. That's just like completely different. 
<laughs> just like a completely different name. I read in the the Avatar extras or something that the Siwang Desert was supposed to translate to Desert of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Don't know how accurate that is. I question mm-hmm. all their Chinese translations in the show. <laughs> I assume that C is like the dead because in Japanese she is dead. Mm. So well, but what is what is his name? Because Miko, the the there was a bit of Chinese calligraphy mm-hmm. when they of the library, and it said Ten Thousand Knowledge Temple was like the name of the library on the map. And then Wan Shi Tong said that he he like, was like is, he who knows ten thousand things or something. Yeah, like yeah. That, right. Because it's yeah. like ten thousand knowledge, and then I guess Tong is like things. Yeah, there wasn't really anything text wise in the art book. Oh, and then we were talking about this before we started recording, but we were talking about how all of the animals for Abby's animal facts were like, they're all just like animals. Animal. <laughs> they're actual animals. It's like a literal dog. Yeah, like there was a dog at the at the oasis. There were the groundhogs. The foxes. Yeah. They're special groundhogs because they sing. <gasps> they're perfect so pitch. Cute. That's true. They were very cute. I do not have Wanshitong for some reason but it is it's ten thousand knowledge hmm. well it's like the do in shokudo oh that's the tong yeah oh then it's hall yeah then and that's weird million no hall yeah oh. miko was like oh it's like temple or palace from like yeah. the, Chi- the chinese character because mm-hmm. i guess i assumed the way that they wrote the name of the library and the way they wrote his name would be different mm-hmm. yeah but i guess not unless the library had a different name no, that that's why he got confused because he was like, wait, is that its name or the library? And I was like, no, that's just his name, I think. Hmm. What's the library's name? Because if you go on the Avatar wiki, there is a photo of like the map and you can see the Chinese characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is like Do, Shokudo. Yeah, like it's like 10,000 knowledge, tower, god, secret library. Mm-hmm. Wan Shitong's mysterious library. Hmm. Sounds like there's a ride at which one if it's shanghai or hong kong the disney worlds but like there's like this mystery mansion Mm -hmm. ride instead of the haunted mansion it's like a little bit different because like you can't have shit about ghosts there and like it that for a second like that reminded me of what i've seen of that ride i haven't been there yet i feel like i saw something about that but i don't remember yeah which one it's like a mansion with it's like not a museum it's like a rich guy has like he curated his like own personal museum and you like drive through it and like see all the cool stuff and it all starts like coming to life and spirits come out when he's not looking Mm. like it's not quite relevant but whatever disney facts are always relevant here (laughs) so i guess his name is like hall of ten thousand things or like immeasurable knowledge yeah amazing yeah and he's a creepy looking dude yep he's like the owl from the secret of nim Oh my god, I love that movie. Nightmare. That owl is really scary. Yeah. Barn owl. Mm. Does anybody else have anything they want to add? Nope. Yeah, I think that's it for me too. So mm. let's move into the MVP. I guess top for me. Top mm. for me as yeah, well. Yeah, same. You know, if she hadn't held up that library <laughs> yeah, they'd be the dead. entire time that they were checking months <laughs> worth of dates... Yeah. They would have all just been taken down into the spirit world and turned into skeletons, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> Is this the first time we're like completely unanimous? Because I think so, actually. Also tough. Like yeah. <laughs> uh how about like a favorite moment or line? Hmm. Well, I feel like we all probably love there's like that one really iconic 
Wan Chi Tong line that he says, where it's like, you think you're the first person to believe your war was justified. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's like mm-hmm. one that of those one. like pillar quotes from this show that people like use when they talk about how like the show isn't afraid to tackle more nuanced topics and like Mm -hmm. more mature topics of just like as a kid you're like yeah but like we're the good guys and it's like as an adult you're just like it's not like that's not how life is it's not just black and white yeah yeah like Sokka tried that argument he was like he was like no but you're talking about the fire nation who are clearly the bad guys we're the good guys that's why we gotta stop them Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm And like Wang Shitong immediately was just like, who are you trying to destroy? Like when they first got there. And he's just like, I know, I'm privy to your bullshit. And they're like, no, but we're the exception. And he's like, bitch, everyone thinks they're the exception. Too real. Mm -hmm. Humans are so predictable. Mm. Yes. I had one line that I liked. It was when they were first descending into the library and Professor Zay was like, oh my God, look at these beautiful buttresses. And then (laughs) then, um, Sokka and Aang started laughing. And I was like, yo, art history. (laughs) I was like, this is what happens when you're an adult traveling with literal children. Exactly. (laughs) I flash back to like my Western civilization class and like the same thing happened when he we first learned like flying buttresses. Yeah, the flying (laughs) buttresses. So that made me laugh. It's a little chuckle. What about you, Nicole? On an emotional level, even though it was devastating, the way that Aang immediately noticed that Appa was missing, Mm. like that it was obvious from the moment they left the window, he was already Mm -hmm. like wait a second yeah you know yeah oh you know the knot i was kind of mad when he was like that bullshit doesn't count asaka's knot i was like how dare you that counts yeah <laughs> that is it was a very elaborate knot it was it was, was pretty like, it looked like a dragonfly i feel like that was more useful than ang's fucking wanted poster <laughs> exactly <laughs> self-centered little brat <laughs> he was like a little reluctant about that he's like i guess that counts uh <laughs> he's like i had written down the line that Jen said because it is like a very powerful mm-hmm. thing to hear in a cartoon that's like children yeah you know um but a more funny thing was when they realized that it was the library and Professor Zay was like oh no my life's goal is completely buried <laughs> in sand and then immediately whipped out the little shovel yeah like time to start excavating I was like oh my Bruh. god <laughs> I forgot about that yeah I like weirdly hit too close to home <laughs> I was like, you're like just completely unhelpful optimism. Like, I don't even <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> oh my gosh. That and um Wanjitong saying you're not very bright, are you? To stop were my standout moments. Oh, that was gosh. so mean. Sokka was thinking outside the box. He was like, this counts as contributing knowledge. Yeah. It's not like they knew in advance they were supposed to bring stuff. Exactly. Yeah. He did very good with what he had. We yeah. did. And I guess there was no honor said in this episode since uh-huh. no our boy Zuko. Zuko did not make an appearance. No Zuzu. No Zuzu. Zuzu. <laughs> he did not show up to, to burn down the other half of the library or whatever. <laughs> oh my god. He's still crying on top of that mountain. No! <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, on that note... Uh, <laughs> No, but actually, um, <laughs> Uncle had to drag him down from there when he refused to leave. He was just waiting for the next storm. Oh my god! Oh my god! Well, we'll get to catch up with them and see what's uh what they're up to in the next episode. So, this has been Pod Sing Say, an Avatar: The Last Airbender podcast. Join us next week when we discuss Book Two, Chapter Eleven: The Desert. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform and leave us a rating. Thank you for listening.
Yay. Yay. Yay.